0: This is Bench Time with Todd and Brett Wiley from HOScaleCustoms.com. Bench Time is a model railroading podcast that focuses on the modeling side of the hobby, where we focus way too much attention on the small scenery and structure details of our layouts. Each week, we'll cover topics from tools and scratch building to current projects, and we'll also share our mess ups and triumphs with modeling. Not that we don't pay attention to the trains either, we just get all excited about the realism of our scenery. So sit down, you fine-scale freaks. We're about to dive into the details. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Episode 4 of the HO Scale Customs Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley. We are sitting in, well, I'm sitting in my frigid basement. Uh, it is negative two, I think, or something crazy. You know, with the wind chill, it's like negative 15, but why do they call it wind chill? It's, it's stupid. Just It's the temperature. It's what it is. So if you live in the Northeast, you're feeling our pain this week. Um, everyone's kind of at the uh, post-holiday blues here. I know we haven't done an episode in a couple weeks, but we were busy with Christmas and New Year's and you name it all the family gatherings with all the holidays. So we're getting back at it. We're going to do a couple podcasts here to start the year off. And we're going to get a little more regular here with our podcasting again now that the holidays are over. So um, the one thing that we wanted to address real quick that we had talked about from our last episode we did where we kind of talked about some different Facebook groups and different social media groups where you know we, we felt afterwards that maybe we were a little too harsh on them, or, you know, that we might have been a little too edgy with it, but at the same time, we thought, nah, we're you know, we're not trying to be edgy, we're just trying to make, you know, good time and make everyone laugh, and if you can't really laugh at yourself for whatever, you know, whatever we made fun of, and we didn't think we were actually that bad, but if you can't get a good giggle out of yourself every now and then, you need to lighten up a little bit, so... We wanted to clear the air a little bit on what we said. We weren't trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but at the same time, you know, have a little fun, laugh at yourself. It's a, it's right. what we're all here for. So, yeah. and hey, what? Guess what? It doesn't matter what we think because it's what we said earlier. It's your hobby. It's your railroad layout. You can do whatever you want. It what? What? Who are we to say you can't do something? So, that's well, what we got. So we won't got. I
1: even bring up that guy today, that had made his thing of.
0: Oh no 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 no! It's okay. It's all that's all over <laughs> and done with. We got Todd here. How are you doing, Todd?
1: I'm doing good. Good, I'm
0: doing good, good.
1: Cold. I'm freezing my ass off in here. It is
0: cold. The wind didn't blow your house away minus yet. Minus
1: twenty, maybe ten. Minus ten to minus twenty wind chill factors tonight and uh, and tomorrow. Why do they call and it wind chill? Saturday. It's just,
0: it's just if it's the wind chill, that's how cold it is. It's just say it's negative twenty.
1: Yeah, I hear it outside the, outside my wall, right outside this wall, and um, it's kicking in. And uh, I went out, and my face... I can see
0: that creepy doll head in this podcast. <laughs> uh, I hate yeah.
1: it. Yeah, we're going to get there with... Uh, you
0: know, I'm going to take a screenshot of it. <laughs> Hang on. You can keep talking. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I went <laughs> I'm out, and a I took the dog
1: out, and my face was frozen, and came in. I could not feel it till just a couple seconds ago. And uh, it was all numb and uh, it's it's bad. It's really bad outside. And I'm sure it's like uh, you said, feel the pain for everybody in the northeast and the south. Apparently Florida's getting got hit with snow in the northern part of Florida. Um they it's cold down there. Uh, your aunt your aunt called from down there and it was thirty thirty five degrees or twenty five degrees or something like that down there. And that's pretty that's pretty cold. Yeah, that's Orlando.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, right. Well, that's what we get. We had a nice mild December, and now it's hot. I mean, now it's cold, so yeah. whatever. So, uh, yeah, how did uh, how did your Christmas go?
1: Well, you know how my Christmas get, went, because I was with you and my grandkids, and, and it was wonderful. Um, yeah,
0: well, they don't know how it went.
1: <laughs> True. But, um, yeah, I had a, it was a great time. I hope everybody out there had a great time with their Christmas and got a few Christmas gifts. Uh, that not so much uh, the model type thing uh, or any you know structures. Or I did buy a structure for myself uh, from FOS scale models, uh, the uh, Sanborn Coffee Warehouse. I uh, did get that and a free kit that he offered at Thanksgiving. Got that. My wife got me a few um, AK uh, Interactive products, AK Interactive uh, weathering dust and grime and things like that things I didn't have I had a, a good collection of maybe maybe 25 bottles of different kinds of AK products but she got me an extra 10 or so and you know I asked for some you know paint, painting type products mostly craft uh, craft stuff from craft stores that I needed to resupply my supplies here now, now it was a neat little Christmas gift and and uh, I got a paint mixer uh, battery operated paint mixer from microtech well, Mark, sorry, Michael Mark. <laughs> and that was uh really nice. It, it's I haven't had the I haven't had the cojones to try and put it in and spin it and can't you a, just shake your cup at all yet?
0: Is it mm-hmm? like do you just like can't you just shake up the bottle?
1: I could. But, you know, you have to have a but gadget now you have a, now you have a gadget, yeah. We're railroad guys, so you have to have gadgets. You know. <laughs> gadget world. Tools. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't
0: I didn't get anything for uh for modeling anything this year, I last year I got a couple models. Uh, I think everyone just figured I had plenty of projects to work on already, so they just yeah. I just didn't get anything extra, which isn't a big yeah. deal. I got I'm up to my eyeballs and stuff down here in the basement, so it's not like I need any extra stuff to get. Right, but, you have the uh, layout
1: there. I mean, the layout's there. Yeah, we work going any time. You just jump on it and do it. You know, yeah. I have to drive to your place go to go to work on the layout. It's just you know, which is fine. I love it, but. But uh, it's great right. for you. So you never have a project you will run out of.
0: No, I just have to find yeah, time Christmas with two great. kids running around the house. Yeah,
1: no kidding you. Yeah. But so course Christmas won't worked out awesome.
0: That's good, yeah. Work so awesome. so um I, I took a screenshot of the uh, video call we got going on here you for the, the podcast. And, and I got a picture of the doll head, so you're gonna have to explain this doll head. In fact, hold it up to the camera, so I can okay. get a picture of it. <laughs> and then we'll, and then you gotta tell them about the doll head. Hold it up, up. There you go. Down. There. All right, I got it. All right. So tell them about this doll head. I got the picture.
1: Okay. Do I cut, put it down?
0: Yeah. Okay. I got a picture of it. So
1: you got the picture. This doll house. This doll head.
0: It's the creepiest head. thing I've ever seen
1: uh, What it comes down to in our family people out there Is at Christmas time we always go to my mother's Or Brett's grandmother's And there is a creepy doll right? Not just Christmas time Anytime we have a uh, family gathering Where we're eating dinner And off the one room there is this creepy doll uh, With a creepy doll head It looks like Annabelle And it, has, it just gives everybody It's got real human cre- hair Yes, it has real human hair on it from back in the day. I guess the 1800s, the 19th century. And um, we usually try and face it, get up, and when we get there, we turn it and face it away from the camera, I mean away from the table, so nobody has to see it through dinner. Uh, sometimes I stand it up on its head, upside down, facing the wall. And uh, that, you know, it's just a running joke thing with our family. So my mother, you know, goofy stocking gifts that she always gets for everybody in the family, it's always little eccentric little gifts. Um, there was a dollhouse, a doll head, from the time she was a little girl that was, is just as creepy with movable eyes. <laughs> and it's just a head. It was all that was left of the doll. She had it in storage somewhere. She gave it to me in a stocking gift. My grandmother, who, who was a commercial artist, uh, repainted the doll head because it was so it was so chipped up and beat up. And she did a wonderful job. It's a professional job, and that's what she was. She was a professional artist. Uh, but I keep it here now on my workbench, creeping me out. So far, I haven't heard any strange noises. Or <laughs> it, any, hasn't,
0: uh, it hasn't moved around or anything it yet? It's not moved around. I,
1: that's one of the things I have checked out uh, to make sure the head is not turned or the eyes aren't blinking or shifting. And, uh, but it hasn't creeped me out yet. When it does, it'll find its way to the trash can. And, uh, or in fi- in flames of some sort or being crushed with a hammer. That's what'll happen. But right now it's good. And I, I kind of, I think it's kind of a neat little eccentric decoration to the tool
0: bench. It's a little, yeah, I like it. It's a nice little, uh, it adds a nice little eclectic <laughs> touch to the bench.
1: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: So, uh, so yeah, let's jump into our first thing here. Let's talk about something we talked about on Monday before that disappointing, uh, Oklahoma Sooners football game that we watched, oh, and oh, uh, oh, there. oh, I'm, still I'm bringing it up again. For
1: that April.
0: I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm, I'm so not. Uh, go, go let's ahead. talk about uh, the big pigment myth that we had talked about on Monday.
1: Yeah. So what's yeah, what's yeah, going on that. with
0: the what's your what's your beef with the big? Oh, I said that earlier. I shouldn't say that. But yeah, anyways, okay. what's your uh, what's your big stick with the with the pigment myth?
1: Well, all right, all these companies out there in model railroading and these weathering companies, everybody, Dr. Benz, I'm going to just flat out name them, AK Interactive, Dr. Benz, MIG, all your, mo- all your modeling co- or companies that make painting or weathering products like uh, for military modeling, for your model railroading, uh, there might be half a dozen name brand companies. Look, they make these powdered pigments, and flat out, no bones about it, it's chalk pastels that are ground up very fine. Uh, that's my beef, and I can go, and anybody else here can do the have, same.
0: Tell them how we make ours.
1: Well, I.
0: What's the brand here? I got the. I got well,
1: a what I box do,
0: of it somewhere.
1: I have a little.
0: I got them here. I got him mm-hmm.
1: okay. Alright i talking cause Sorry I had to dead
0: there. I had to Go over to the bench I mean to the layout yeah, Real quick had to, to get, back, get
1: him Get that air out of there But um What's that? Yeah. Well you and I Both grind ours A little differently But you Yeah Just to start out Before we go anywhere You go to your craft store A.C. Moore's Michael's You can go to Walmart's craft department And you can find Probably chalk pastels and they come in sets with multiple colors. Sometimes you can get like 50 different colors. And you'll pay like 10 bucks or less for one set of chalk pastels. They need to be, they need to be chalk pastels. okay?
0: Soft, Those, soft chalk. I'm sorry. It's got to be soft chalk. Pastels, chalk. Can't, you can't go out and use your sidewalk right, chalk. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're not going to use sidewalk chalk. Okay. <laughs> it's the same kind of product. I mean, it is exactly the same when you grind it. But you've got to get it fine, like a dust. So I know that you take a, a hobby knife and yeah, you s- I, scrape at it and I scrape I take it a Zacto
0: off, knife right? and scrape them down.
1: Right. And you can do that. It's that's, that's, that's a quick way. You can build up enough in, in minutes to do lots of projects with that. Um, I use a little miniature cheese grater. It looks like a mini cheese grater <laughs> or like a grater you have in your kitchen. You can get those little miniature graters at any any kind of store where they sell kitchen utensils and supplies. Probably your grocery store too. They're just small ones. Um, like a garlic. It's like for shredding garlic. And I just take my each stick over it. And in 1 minute and 12 seconds, because I timed it, I can take a full stick and chalk it up. Or get dust into a bowl. A small bowl. And then I pour it from that small bowl through a little miniature funnel only so takes minutes it sounds like a lot of work into those little tiny plastic cups you can buy them at any craft store I got a pack of
0: and yours. you can I get either. a you can get they these cups at Har- you can What's get these that? cups at harbor freight
1: yeah you can get them harbor freight how much they're like a buck or something like that?
0: they're like a dollar for 12 of them or something
1: yeah so and that's what I got here and, and I you know it's a, it's a bucket and this one I got eight of them but and you just fill them into the little plastic containers. I have enough chalk that I can, on a lot of them, I can fill two containers per per color, and that's enough chalk to do many, many, many models. Um, and I'm not spending twenty-five to sixty-five dollars for pigments. They're, they that's what they call them, pigments, and they're just pig, they're just, it's just, it's not, a, it's just a fancy terminology they have given. And I, I'm not trying to knock the hobby here at all. But they they set they tend to take products and say, "Well, these are only available through model railroading," and it's not. If and please, it's
0: please, if it's if it's like a proprietary chalk and it's yeah. way if it's way different than the chalk that we're grinding down and it works different somehow, educate us on it because yeah. maybe we're wrong. But as yeah, right let us know from 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 what we can tell from what we've used. That's no different than than ground down chalk pastels. I,
1: I've tried I tried a package of pigments uh, early on, and then I've tried these. There's, I'm not noticing a difference in any way, shape, or form on how I model the amount of pressure I had to. Don't tell me that they're pressure sensitive. Blah blah blah. So is so is ground up chalk or pastel chalk. It's pressure sen. It sure is pressure sensitive. You're putting pressure on on. It is a pigment. I will give you that it's definitely a pigment what we're making is pigments so you're making your own pigments try it yourself save yourself a few bucks it's a big big pet peeve of mine. I laugh when I go to a train shop and I see they're charging thirty five dollars and you get like six different colors and none of those colors by the way are the ones you would use to actually weather with it's always like a it's always like a orange and a bright bright green and a blue you know. I don't weather with those. I I have those in chalks, but it's very rare that I would ever use them, you know, for for coloring anything. But uh, I use I stick with browns, um, earth tones, blacks and grays, whites. Sorry, did you have something to say? Oh, okay. No. But um, yeah. I mean, and do yourself another favor. The other big part of the pigment that kicks my gears in is. The Special Brushes for Pigmenting, okay? They sell... You'll find them in the, in your hobby aisle, in a good quality hobby shop. Um, you'll find Special Brushes for Pigmenting and Weathering. Weathering Brushes. In fact, they're selling them online on these websites for AK and everybody else. And I love AK products, don't get me wrong, but they're killing it on this because they're just... Go to go to Michael's, AC Moore, anywhere you can buy this eight eight or nine different styles of paintbrushes and small paintbrushes
0: I use the yeah I use the 399 pack for six paintbrushes and they're yeah, and they're all different styles
1: yeah and I stick them in the, in a special plastic case with all my little ground up pigments pigments or chalks and and then I have them they're just for weathering and it cost me just that, a yeah, few bucks yeah
0: that's that's the main you know, thing. You have to do it when you when a- you do whatever brushes you buy. Whether you buy the expensive whether you buy the expensive ones or you buy uh, the 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 generic Michaels brand, Artist Loft paint brushes at Michaels. Yeah. Make sure you just keep them separate from your your wash brushes and your painting brushes. That's that's what I do.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, I mean you can do the cheap and you can get decent quality brushes, you know, and you get a pack of them. And you're not paying. Those were 19.99 at that store. They were 19.99 for weathering brushes. It's like
0: like highway robbery.
1: Oh, in my opinion, somebody's
0: relabeling
1: and making some money. You know, it's where it's where this hobby is gets on the ridiculous side with pricing. So, right. Okay, that's my that's my little
0: that's your spiel on pigments.
1: My flaming of the uh, (laughs) dogs.
0: So. So, we'll just move on. What are you working on right now? What do you have well, going on? Well, I know you've been working on a big, a big big model.
1: I'm working I on the Metzger. If you follow building. us on Instagram or Facebook, you
0: probably see our pictures of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I posted a couple up on the Instagram. Um, I think there's some on Facebook. Uh, I am to the point. Metzger building was a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. This is a great building. Uh, once again, it's FOS scale models. Um, I've been building it for a month. I've even talked about it, I think, on the last podcast just a little bit that I was working on it. Um, I'm to the point where I've got all the cool rooftop additions that go to it, like a water tower, some outbuildings on the top, you know, um, a storage shed of type, and a couple big billboards And they are very unique and unusual billboards. They're large. They give it its own character. Um, Lots of signs on the outside. This is a very nice building with a lot of really cool unique details. I'm down to where all I have to do now is add the sidewalks and uh, paint the little details like um, you know street lamps and mailboxes and things like that to put on the sidewalks and then I'll of course add my own figures uh, to you know uh, people on the sidewalk populate it. Um, that building is that building's a really cool kit. Uh, there were there were a couple issues with it. Um, and I'll get into this. I won't knock the quality of the of the structure. It is first rate quality built. But uh there's there's like I said a little later here we'll work on some I'll talk to you a little about some issues I ran into with it. But um yeah, that's what I got. What do you got going on?
0: So I finally finished that pain in the ass scratch built building I was doing. And Uh-oh. uh I loved it. It was awesome. I uh I have the second, uh, well, uh, well, let me restart. I have all the pieces cut out for the second um, sister building of that kit, so I'm going to make a second one identical to the first one, and I'll sell the first one. It'll be up on our website hopefully by the end of the weekend. Uh, I have everything done with it. I just got to get some pictures. I got to put it on a white sheet and just get some pictures. So that's off my workbench. Gone, you done with it. You definitely need to
1: get every angle on that thing. It is gorgeous, is
0: gorgeous. I have, uh, I have a, a sister building of it, ready to make. But the wall pieces are all cut out. Nothing else is done other than the wall pieces being cut. But I'm going to take a good, mo- I'm going to take a break from it because that burnt me out. Yeah, but, we but we if garnished. someone's interested in it, if someone's interested, in it, I'm going to have it on our website, and I'm going to post pictures of it on Facebook. That one will be for sale soon. It's gorgeous. So it's, keep it's keep your out. eyes out for that. It is uh it's pretty cool. I'm going to be a little heartbroken to sell it, but I got another one I'm making and I'm going to try and make it pretty much the same as the one I made the first time for our own layout. Yeah, cuz I begged oh you to. Oh my yeah, cuz you were you were yeah, every time you saw it you're like, oh, please don't sell this <laughs> I didn't thing. This you is sell that we need one, this man. on our you that. started playing you started pasting it on our layout, and you got all you got all in love with it. Which is the, the uh-huh. I intentionally never put it on the layout, so that way I wouldn't fall in love with it ever because I didn't want to become attached. But like I said, we're making another one, so no worries. <laughs> we got plenty of clapboard uh-huh. siding here. I can make a I could probably make five more of them. But my newest thing, since I did a couple scratch builds in a row, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to switch to a kit for once because I just I'm tired of thinking about how to do a scratch building and the intricacy behind uh making a scratch build it just it just takes a lot of thought and effort so i am actually starting a kit that i got at the fine scale modelers expo um back in november from seaport model works and it's the oyster skiff mini barge kit it's got two barges in it uh i i really haven't done much with it other than open the bag check out all the parts I primed all the parts I put I spray painted some of them with primer And I read the directions So that's all the farther I've gotten with it Because on Sunday And Monday I just finished the uh, Scratch built Olga's grocery That I was just talking about So I've only had a few days With some family stuff going on To even open this bag up and start looking at it So this weekend I plan to wrap up These two little barges So I'm excited for them we'll add It'll add a little bit of scenery to our uh, wharf. Yeah.
1: Well, mm-hmm. on that note, the uh, my backup, my next one after Mexico, and hopefully this weekend, will also be a Seaport Model Works boat that I bought at the same expo. Um, that is the um, <clears throat> Oyster Buy boat. It's this... Uh, um, sorry, guys. I wasn't prepared for this. It's like a <laughs> It's just a fishing boat that I got from there, and I, it's it's a really cool boat. I've been dying to put it together. I also need to break from doing kits, you, you know. Uh, so I need to, you know, it's a kit, but it's it's a boat, you
0: know. <laughs> I need to break from kits by doing more kits.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I change the pace, you know? You, know, you know. Take a couple weeks. to no, it's a boat, I not a been, building. Jump on something else. I may do. I might try two different things at, at the same time. I was thinking maybe the boat, and then. You know, one of the things that you you buy and then you swear up and down you got to get to it and you love painting them, but you forget about doing them after a while is people. And I'm going to start painting a bunch of figures. Yeah, we got to get our,
0: our a, town's a. It'll be yeah, a ghost like town if we. People. I think we have like <laughs> we have like eight people painted. So
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I got six hundred to do, and we have to we have, we literally have over six hundred people to paint, and um, we had to get on that. So right. Um. So yeah, that's uh. That's what's oh, on that oh, I on forgot, that.
0: I also had a, uh, I also had the, uh, I'm halfway through the Taiki oil uh, tanker car that I got. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know any specifics about the oil tankers, so don't ask us, but it's an oil tanker car, okay? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know what year, I don't know, I'm going to paint it, it's going to look old, it's going to look like it fits in. But it's, uh, I ordered it on eBay, I won it was like $3 on eBay. With uh, like two or three dollars shipping, so that was a score. I waited till like ten seconds left, and I I outbid some sorry sucker for the taiki, a brand new taiki kit. So I I'm I have that one uh, about half painted. I've just been kind of dabbling with that one as I'm working on other things. You know, when when pieces are drying, I go over and I work on this little train car. So this is my this is my first uh, like completely. Uh, Painted from the ground up, uh, car, ch- car that we've had for our layout for our rolling stock. So, I'm kind of excited about that. Jesus, we-
1: the dog is in here. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> what happened?
1: Out. Uh, the dog is standing there, staring at me now. Oh, so you're, okay, well, your cat ahead.
0: was meowing under the door earlier. So, yeah,
1: well, he's reaching under the door.
0: You're like Doctor like, yeah. Doolittle in there.
1: It's, it's ridiculous. Don't pull my cables. So, <laughs> it's anyhow.
0: like Doc. It's like <laughs> Doctor Doolittle. I didn't
1: mean to interrupt, there, man.
0: So, yeah, anyways, I'm just excited because it's our first uh, completely painted from the ground up and assembled uh, uh, rolling stock, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll
1: be, that'd be pretty
0: cool. And I'll post some pictures of it when it gets exciting, but right now it's just all primer and black paint, so it's, it's nothing to look at.
1: Now, you were on eBay today. You sent me a link to something you were looking at. Did, uh, did, you, did you end up purchasing it? Yeah, I didn't
0: I, didn't. I skipped that one.
1: Yeah, I think you probably
0: That little Taikey car got bit that little Taikey car it got bit up and I was uh, nah. Yeah. Not tyche, I'm sorry. I don't it wasn't Taikey, I was just talking about Taikey. It was uh yeah. um what's that? Railway Express agency yeah. REA freight. Yeah. So uh I, I, I just it got bit up, I didn't want to pay for it and it's I mean. pretty common. We can we can order it new yeah, anywhere.
1: We'll, we'll find it. But um yeah eBay's a good
0: place
1: to find stuff if you really, you know, wanna find a good deal, you have, yeah. to
0: just, you have to just weigh it out and do some research while you're bidding. I got that. I got that. Bid. REA freight. Uh, I got the REA, REA freight rolling stock yesterday. That that was pretty nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That, that, hey, that refrigerated.
0: The, the refrigerated box car. No, I'm talking about the box car.
1: Oh, the box car. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I got that yesterday with like a second yeah. to go. I outbid some guy again. I just been at the last second and nab it.
1: Oh, it'll go real good with our REA Freight House, so
0: yeah, uh, that yeah.
1: like that. So, all right. Well, let's see if we can move on to uh, toolbox. I got yeah, a tool. I,
0: I told you earlier I'm unprepared yeah. for this part, so you got now a tool. To Tell about us about it.
1: tool I like to use, and it's common. Again, you can buy it at craft stores. Um, I bought these at Walmart. Um, any of the craft stores have them. They are. Um, sponges uh, Synthetic sponge on a stick Yes okay. They're yes. called bouncers And uh, that's what they're called spouncers. <laughs> S-P-O-U-N-C-E-R And uh, The spouncer Is a really cool tool for Now I know a lot of guys will use a synthetic sponge Itself Hold it in their hands and, and then sponge onto their walls it, it gives you that Peeling paint effect If you do it very lightly With different paints on clapboard walls. And it's also cool to,
0: as a a side note, it's also cool to try with different sponges, different Mm -hmm. types of sponge.
1: It is. But I have good luck with these bouncers. Uh, It it, distributes them very evenly. They're easy to clean out. I don't get a lot of extra excess paint that may come through a regular sponge onto my fingers. Um, The key is on them is um, just dabbing very gently. I would always start when I do it. I kind of dry brush, I put the paint on it, and uh, you know, maybe this will be good for people that have tried it, but I put the paint on it, and uh, and I dry brush it off like you would a paintbrush. And uh, what are you laughing at?
0: I'm just laughing at your, as you're talking about dabbing, you have oh, to you, make the motion of yeah. dabbing. <laughs> you're like, you're like talking with lightly your hands. just like
1: dab with the, uh, you know, lightly holding the back of it. And Not kind of a Cam
0: provide. Newton dab.
1: Oh, it's that? Yeah.
0: You're not doing a Cam Newton dab. You're just dabbing lightly with the paintbrush right, right, or yeah. with the sponge.
1: <laughs> right. I'm, I'm putting a little. I put my index finger on the top, and I just kind of lightly tap it on the back, and just a light touch. Because if you go too strong on them, you'll get a white circle, and it'll leave an imprint of paint in a, with circle edges. Uh, so you don't want to do that. But the, that's the. Uh, I'm
0: sorry. That's why I like to use the um, the C sponges hmm The sea sponges? Yeah, I have some. What, too. And I know I I know you've used the the poun, whatever not pounce. The the pounce yeah. wheel, but the the spouncers, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you've you've used the sponges on a stick. The spouncers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh for I've seen you use them on a couple models, but I also think you get a nice random pattern and I'm not trying to slight what you are saying, but I think right. when you're when you're talking about putting that pe- the peeling paint effect on a wall, mm-hmm. the um the sea sponges work really good at putting a random, a nice random pattern on the wall, right? Too. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I've used them. I've had the same effect uh, by doing that. But, the, but, they, but these, they both
0: they both add a different texture though.
1: Well, and you can still get a random pattern with these. Just in certain areas, you just go very light, or you know a little more pressure to it when you. Brush. Or you
0: rotate the brush.
1: And, or you rotate the brush, correct? And um, and then uh, you know, some places I don't put it on as heavy. Some places I put it on lighter. Um, but these come in a 10-pack, and I get them at Walmart. They come in a 10-pack. I think they're like $3.87 or something like that. And it's got different size ones in it. it has, this is the only pack i found that can do that. That was at Walmart. It has some uh, very, very small ones about the size of, uh, I don't know, uh, Skittle. And then uh, <laughs> to the size of a quarter, it's, it's biggest one. You know, which is so. You have three different sizes of them. I love them because they're small, and I can hit in the real little ones. I can put in the tiny little uh, areas up in corners where when you have a roof on. Sometimes you have an uh moment when you build something, you have already attached the roof onto it, and you go, oh man, I got uh, I got to repaint that you know, up in that upper corner because I got paint on, or you have messed up something, or you forgot to put the. But and after you put the initial coat of paint on to, re, to make it match the wall, I've had to uh, I looked at it and went oh, well you know what, now I don't have that peeling the paint effect on that one little section so I can just take that little one and just tap it and make and match it again, you know, but right. they're, they're real nice um, they're a great product I use them often, I'm always washing these things out, that's the key though on any of these sponges that you have, uh, don't do it and leave it sit on your workbench for overnight. You might as well throw it in the damn trash can next morning because it's done. Uh, Once that dries in there, good luck getting that paint out of the inside of that sponge. And I don't care if you're using acrylics or whatever. That's what I use a lot of them with. Um, I immediately take them to the sink, and I I clean them out, like, you know, within the hour. That's my tool on that. I have another tool... Real quick on it. So, I think we still have some time. Where are we at on time?
0: Yeah, we're at uh, like 32 minutes, so oh, we're, we're good. We're shape. not boring them yet.
1: Right, oh, so that's good. Well, this weekend I went to uh, Hobby Lobby and I picked up another product. You know, uh, one of the big issues I've been having is with the CA glues. Um, that would be your, your, your super glue type thing. Anytime you have a, uh, a super glue or, or a super glue type product, that's a you know a CA glue, they call it. And um, sometimes the tops of those, you know, when you go to pour them, you almost have to pour them onto something. I, I usually pour them onto a post-it notepad, and that way I can take a toothpick, because it takes forever for that stuff to dry on a super... I don't know what they make post-it notepads out of or the paper, or what kind of coating they coat that paper in, but if you put glue on it, for some reason, it doesn't soak through to the next to the next post-it note. Uh, and it doesn't dry one, fast. It doesn't dry fast. It will eventually <laughs> dry. But, you know, you can put super glue on that stuff, and it'll last 45 minutes. And I can keep going back to it. I don't know. The if, instant you touch it on your
0: minutes. finger, the instant you touch it on your finger, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it dry. together, you know. <laughs> but, um, definitely, I got this... Uh, I was having trouble with different superglues. I was going to like places like dollar store, and they have them sitting by the register in three packs for a dollar. I go, Oh, that's a great deal! So I'm going to glue up on some of them. Well, they are crap. They don't want to. They don't. They don't stick um, like they're supposed to. Sometimes they stick to everything. Sometimes they stick to nothing. And I I can't have that inconsistency when I'm working with my model. Um, I went out and I had some luck with. Uh, but I ran into inconsistencies with this as well. It was Loctite Super Glue. Um, I had better luck with that than pretty much anything else on the commercial market um, that you get it, you know, like you go to any regular uh, hardware store or, or Walmart or Supercenter um, But I went to Hobby Lobby and found this stuff. It's called Extreme Power Medium. It's made, it's Hobby Lobby's brand. There goes my damn phone. And, um, people don't know I'm doing a podcast, but, um, it's made by SIG. Okay. S-I-G. Uh, they also have their own, uh, products there as well, but then they apparently make this for Hobby Lobby. So you either get the Hobby Lobby van- uh, brand, uh, or SIG's brand. The Hobby Lobby brand is called Extreme Power. SIG's is just called, you know, media- CA glue. Uh, medium or fine they have different thicknesses fine um or oh sorry thin or medium or thick and i get the medium i liked it i bought extender applicator tips uh so i'll hold it up for brett to see so you can attest to it oh yeah see how thin the tip is and it's yeah. very it's like a needle point and it's got a little tiny hole and it doesn't dry up in there and um and it comes with six to a pack. You can get the extender tips. I got them one. I can do it right from the bottle, directly on the where I want to go with this pinpoint tip. It makes my gluing all. Oh, it's just an, I love the fact that I'm not dipping toothpicks in it, having them fall off my ta- my tape my workbench <laughs> top and land onto my padded floor and stick to my rubber padded floor. <laughs> you know, there's nothing worse than having. Uh, or stepping on a toothpick uh, like I did. Oh, oh, <laughs> I told you that oh, story. You got to tell had, that story real quick. I had a toothpick. <laughs> oh off. man. I, was I had a couple of here. One fell off. I decided I was going to get a drink, get it from my workbench, and uh, lo and behold, there is a toothpick and <laughs> sticking up between the rubber pads on the floor to connect together. <laughs> Um, in the crack between the two, it was sitting upright, and I put my foot square down over top of it and stepped down, and it stuck into the bottom of my foot. <laughs> nice. I just, Luckily, I'm just cringing able thinking to about immediately that. Immediately extract it, but it bled like a bitch for a while. That's pretty <laughs> dumb. <definitely. laughs> okay, so there was uh, that was uh, I, you know, while I was talking here, um, I just lost a piece of my model that fell on the floor. Uh, I'll never find that It's a wire. It's a wire I bent into a lamp, a, lamp, a, lamp, a lamp.
0: Oh, it's gone. It's useless. You'll find it next year.
1: Yep. Yep. I'll have to make another one. But anyhow, um, yeah, that was uh, that was what I did with the toothpick. But anyways, these this Extreme Power, it's called Extreme Power, made by Hobby Lobby, or you can get the SIG brand at, sold at Hobby Lobby. Or you can probably buy it online somewhere if you search. I'm sure eBay has it. I'm sure uh, Amazon might have it. Anywhere just google sig s-i-g-c-a glue and uh it, it's they sell the applicators too they just screw on you get some extras so eventually when these clog up you can put new ones on but it has made my gluing experience a whole lot better i really like it so right good 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 you endorse it I wait for your
0: when, wait for your royalties to cash in for everywhere. glue tips. <laughs>
1: send them here. I need more kits. Give me more kits.
0: You how know, did send, you retire? Send me kits, glue send tips. Me I just talked about glue tips.
1: Glue tips.
0: Anyway, uh, so all
1: right, so I can buy a product.
0: Right, that's how you're yeah. going to retire. You're just going to talk about glue tips the rest of your life.
1: That's
0: right. That's
1: right. Um,
0: okay, next. so our next, our next, and our new. Hang on, I'm going to cut this part out. Okay. Because I want there to be a pause and I'm going to bring it into like this is the audio right now over top of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start now and I'm going to say our new segment is What's the Beef? Okay. Alright? So right now what we were talking was the, 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 the part I'll cut out. Okay. Alright, welcome to our new segment called What's the Beef? What's the Beef is going to be a it's not going to be a week a weekly or a routine segment, but it'll be something where every now and then, uh, we we notice something that like hey that cell phone what's your beef, and uh, <laughs> we just notice something with a with uh, something that we've bought or we're working on that, you know we just want to bring up and kind of you know air it out there just to see, you know what's going on are other people having this issue and. uh what's the deal with some kits or whatever we're working on so i think right now todd has a beef and i'll just let him take over
1: i do i do have a beef um all right i hate doing this beef i really hate doing this beef because it's the beef of my favorite company and um to to work with on kits, and that is missing parts Missing parts in a kit when I get the kit in fact, I'm not even going to name where wh- what the company is I'll go we'll leave that alone. I bought a kit one time, and we were talking about this last week and um, over christmas and I bought a kit this year the kit a big kit uh, it was a big kit, and it had uh some key parts to it that were missing, and they you know they were they were Specialty parts, parts that you can't just replace with another part from another kit or leftover parts and things. You can't make it out of a normal straight piece of balsa wood uh, or, or basswood. Um, the, the, I was missing that particular part in my kit, and um, I was infuriated, not because I couldn't make it work. I could definitely make it work. Um, yeah, you know, and some modelers can do that, and. And, you know some but there's going to be those people out there that that can't replace that by you know improvising what I did on this particular piece was I took a piece of chipboard cardboard and I had to cut it but I had to cut this piece with very intricate inner cuts that were missing out of the center of, of the piece of the, the part itself had intricate little um, sections that needed to be cut out in a design. Um, and this particular, uh, piece that I had, there was two of them. So I had to make them both identical because they needed to fit in a certain way that had they not fit exactly correct. This, the overall part that I was building, which was an extension of the building would not, would not work. Um, it would not fit properly. It would look goofy. So, wow. Um, yeah, so I was just informed we had 20 minutes left that I had to fill. So, <laughs> but this uh, this kit um, didn't have the part. Okay, all right. So, okay, gotcha. So this this part that's missing, I had I, I was lucky enough to improvise, and I was lucky enough to I've done enough modeling over time here um, that I've been able to. Uh, had the ability to copy that part. I'm not saying that I'm an expert in any way, shape or form, but I do have some artistic ability and uh, an eye for being able to fix and repair and improvise and make it something new to replace it, which I was able to do. But I got to thinking about it. What about all those people that were trying to talk to into getting into this hobby and are trying to build things and uh, they're learning new techniques and things and then they run across this part and this isn't the first part and the first kit that I've been missing. And this has happened before. Um, my call is my call out is to the kit manufacturers. You do a wonderful job. All the people that I deal with in buying your kits, there's a reason I buy your kits. We have long since figured out the kits that are crap, and uh, we are you know we're we're buying the ones that we feel good about modeling, and it's a lot of the, the popular ones that everybody. That, that was probably listening. Is most of you have all tried these, they're great. But this goes to every model company kit uh, company that makes these, you know, produ- produces these. When you put them together, please, please, please try and make sure each part is in the kit. Um, one of the things that a modeler does not want to do is to have to contact you if you even are contactable or if you even have good customer service where you can do be contacted where you do answer your emails where you do take phone calls um yeah a modeler's not going to try and screw you out of a part he's going to try and make sure he wants to be able to finish his model he paid good money for it he wants his hit or her he she wants her model to be complete uh they want they want to be able to finish it. Nobody wants to pause in the middle of their construction of a model to wait three and a half, four weeks, or two weeks, or whatever it takes for you to resend them a part. And I know that you'll, all those manufacturers are very, very good with handling the parts uh, and making sure, without question, that you're able to get that part and replace it. I know they are. Um, I've talked with these people. but um, And they want
0: to make sure they've done right they want to wanna their make customers. Sure it makes their yeah. product
1: like that much better you know this was this part wasn't in the kit i run into this problem before and i'm getting to think you know what what if somebody couldn't do what i did but they absolutely have to have that part sent to them now they got to put that part on pause and their hobbies on pause they may not have stacks of kits waiting to do in the meantime you know uh these are yeah they want to put it together and to get it done it's they may have a time press issue where they need to get it done for the club they belong to and uh, they need it on their layout by a certain time uh, based on the scenery they're doing around it there's there's ob- obviously you know effects to uh, and time based effects and uh, to some modelers I'm sure where they where they want to be able to you know get it done by a certain amount of time um So these products are... So what I recommend, and I can't put all the blame on the manufacturer, I can't put all the blame on the manufacturer, but we have a responsibility as a kit builder um, to open the box when we first get it, check it all out, and I'm going to tell you a story here in a moment, but we're going to check it all out, take the kit piece by piece out. When when it first arrives, if it's mailed to you or you buy it at the hobby store, um, maybe do it at the hobby store on the counter after you buy it. Just uh, go through, and check, make sure all the parts are there. Uh, maybe the hobby shop guy could give you another kit that has the part if it's one missing. Okay, he might not like you opening it up and dumping all this shit out <laughs> on the counter. But uh, but, but uh, I I think I'm to the point now where I would do it. And um, it's yeah, if that kit, if that part's not there, and that's what I do. I open them up. I make sure I have all my parts. If I need, I'll put them in smaller boxes so I can organize them, and then I have them ready for certain you know, points of, of build, the build, but you know, definitely check out your kit, make sure you have it, so that way you can contact them immediately and get it sent to you while you're working on the model from the start, and hopefully it's not the starting piece, but you know, hopefully it's not a big key piece that you need to start to build the model, but um. You know, but at least you can contact them, and now you're not on the wait in the middle of building this thing, which is, right. which is the best best option. I'll tell you story. And what was, was your what
0: was your story? You were going to say of, of um, opening it up right away, yeah. And well, checking, I,
1: I was I, I I lucked out, and uh, and it worked out real good, and, and this manufacturer really helped me. Um, I was at the expo, uh, the fine scale fine scale model expo in Altoona uh, last month in November. And I got back to the hotel room, and the hotel room, of course, the hotel where I stayed was connected to the convention center, so it was a real easy trip back. But I went out to my room that evening, and um, the first night, after I bought this kit, it was, uh, it was this Metzger kit that I'm working on right now um, from FMS Scale Models. And um, the graphic sheet that has the really cool signs wasn't in the box. You know, and I'm like, ah, man, and I've been dying to build this thing for a year. I'm not building it at that hotel room, okay? But I, <laughs> but I was bored. There was nothing else to do there in Altoona. I'll be honest with you. I love the show. It was great. Altoona is the most boring town on the planet. And if you're from Altoona, I'm sorry. It's you know, it's bored. Watch the trains. Watch the trains. That's <laughs> what you can do. Um, but. um... I went mean, out there's not a lot to do other than eat Permanis and we ate there and I came back and opened this up in the hotel room and I'm like, oh man, there's no, there's no grabbing sheet in here. So the next day I went down to the show as, soon as it opened and went right to Doug Foscale and told him, took the kit with me He we looked at it, we looked in the box, it wasn't in there. He said, I'm so sorry. He had another one the night when I bought it on in stock that we could have exchanged it um, and, but we couldn't do that because he had sold it immediately after I left, he said. Which was great for him. He, he he sold a lot of stuff. But that um, he t- he took my name and address and the man made good on it and sent it to me. And, uh, you know, he, he went out of his way when he got back from the show. He, I know he was busy because he had another show the following week. And um, he that he had to go to another all weekend show. But he made the effort to uh, send me my my graphic sheet which was which was really nice um, but you know he, that I that's the, the type of modeler companies that they that are out there they will go that extra effort to make sure that you're that you're taking care of and your kit's complete but um, there are you know the some of these models that I've built the one I was talking about where I had to fabricate a part um, those those particular models uh, that's disappointing when you have an actual piece piece this was a this was a copy sheet, color copy sheet of paper. Okay, it was missing. But you know, some of these kits are actually missing actual parts, uh, structural parts, and um, you know you don't want that. Um,
0: no, especially so, when you spend you're you know you're spending your hard-earned dime right. on uh, you know That's whether a it be a whether it be a sixty-dollar kit or a three hundred-dollar right. kit, you don't exactly. want to have anything missing from it. So right. you know it's just so, and, exactly. it, and, it, and it is good to have a reputable manufacturer making you know making good on 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 replacing the parts and sending them to you right so yeah I mean, it's
1: it behooves you to open it apart like uh, luckily I, w- I was able to open that box up at night at the hotel room out of simple boredom and uh <laughs> and this particular you know part of my model was not there and uh uh the the sheet of graphics and uh yeah, he made good on it. I could have used other signs, but he had some really cool signs. And I'm glad I did I'm glad I did use them and, and uh, instead of using my own for a change, I usually I like to make my own signs, but but uh, yeah, this was this was these 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 were really cool. anyways good. uh that's it. That's it all I have on that. But um
0: cool, I think shorter. uh I think we covered everything this week.
1: That's good. We did a wrap. A little shorter maybe.
0: That's good. So, I, I, I I think uh people might enjoy it. Being a little less than an hour or two hours, good. <laughs> so uh, well, yeah, hey, real I- quick before we wrap up, I um, I, I got a new camera for Christmas, so we will be doing some videos here shortly. I know I had one that I was going to work on last night, but I might work on tonight and tomorrow. And uh, as we were talking, I wrote down a few other ideas for some tutorial videos to show people, and we will be launching a YouTube page with some, you know, some pretty quick short tutorial videos on how to do different things that we were talking about. Some of them will be, you know, uh, for instance, I wrote down as my dad was talking how to do the peeling paint effect with a sponge. And chances are, there's probably another YouTube video out there of someone doing it. We're not trying to make, you know, we're not blazing a new trail here. But uh, since you're listening to our podcast, and we're going to be bringing up some topics on how to do things or what we're doing right now, I think as we're bringing up these topics, it would be cool to do some videos, short videos, just explaining how we're doing it. So look out for that in the future. I will be working on a few videos this weekend, and we'll start launching them uh, shortly after that. So that's like a new breaking thing that we'll be looking forward to, and we'll also be putting them on our website. So...
1: I I, I can... I have devised a jerry rig way to use my phone camera on my workbench here so I can actually do some videos. I did one a couple, about a month ago. Yeah, you put it on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, I did put it up on the Facebook page. So it is up on our Facebook page. So I can do these kind of things. I'll I'll add some as well, you know? Um, Sounds good. Yeah, definitely. So we'll be making some more
0: content. Well, I was gonna say we'll be making some more content here, and uh, a lot of it will be video, so that way it's pretty easy to follow along. Um, we'll be posting some. I, I we're not gonna lie, we're not gonna sugarcoat anything. We've been pretty uh, we've been pretty neglectful of our blog. We're not proud of it. It's like uh, a <laughs> it, 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 we get just we just gotta do it. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll we'll start pumping out some content on our blog here soon too. We'll be doing some video. We'll be doing some more podcasts in 2018. We got a lot going on, uh, so look it's for some more content. <laughs> it's a cold winter. It is, I think, negative. A- I think it's negative eighty outside my garage door right now. <laughs> my wife, I just heard my wife let my dog out, and I heard the door shut, and he was barking. Two seconds later, so he doesn't. My dog doesn't want to be in it. No one wants to be in this. So yeah. we'll be inside. We'll be making some content for you guys. Hope you guys are liking it. We'd love some feedback. You can always hit us up at HOScale dot com. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash HO scale customs. We got Instagram. We have our email at podcasts P O D C A S T at HOScale dot com. You know, there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. We've had a few people email us already. We you know, we love hearing from you, good or bad, whatever. We got thick skin. And ideas. Have you got ideas? And, yeah. If you have a suggestion for yeah. for a topic, I know uh, the other week someone emailed us, and we haven't done it yet, so we haven't been able to talk about it yet, but someone emailed us about um, painting the track with uh, to make that way it doesn't look like the plastic and metal track that you buy. So we haven't been able to talk about it yet because we haven't tried it, but that is on our list of things to do. So shortly we'll be talking about our experiences with painting track not that it's never been done before but we'll just talk about what we've used what we thought worked better what we think looks good and that was a user suggestion so thank you to the user who suggested that and we look forward to getting some more here soon
1: thank you and like i said stay warm out there Uh, wherever you are apparently half our country is in this cold deep freeze whatever the heck it is that's uh that's a wrap you know uh thank you
0: all right, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed episode four. We'll be pumping out episode five here in the next week. We. Uh, that's it. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat too, it. I'm done. I'm freezing in yep. my basement. I don't know how you, you feel. I'm ready to hit the bed. All right. Later, guys.